What is up, my collective culture? This is Nina. Welcome or welcome back if you're joining me again. Thank you so much for the support. I am, oh man, I don't even know what episode I'm on. I decided long ago when I started this podcast that I wasn't going to make it work, meaning I wasn't going to edit. I just wanted it to be raw, real, and when I felt passionate or guided to speak on a topic or have a guest on or whatever it was, that I was going to go with the flow and, you know, just do the damn thing. And I still am feeling that way. I still do not feel anxiety about, you know, sometimes I don't even prepare, guys. I just hit record and I go, and that's like my best work. (laughs) I am one of those people who kind of... And I'm crazy sometimes. Sometimes I work really well improving and like on the fly. And then sometimes I do like to do a little bit of prep work. But for the most part, I love the fact that I can just be raw and real whenever I want. So that's why I don't know what episode this is because I don't I don't number them and it doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't matter if this episode is number 20 or 200. It's still just something that I'm doing to hopefully help at least one person, if not a thousand people and to express myself, you know, so it doesn't sit in my head forever. So before we get into today's episode, which I'm really excited to talk about, um, I want to invite you, if you haven't already to go check out my website at ninahogan.com. That's N I N A H O G A N.com. There you will find, obviously, the podcast, but you'll also find the Collective Culture Store. And right now, I am transitioning the Collective Culture and NinaHogan.com to something different. So it's it's under construction, but you can still visit the store, and you can still hit me up at media.collectiveculture at gmail. If you have any questions, if you want to work with me, all of that, you want to give me feedback, you want to yell at me, you want to disagree, whatever, I'm open to all of it. So yeah, hit me up on media at media.collectiveculture at gmail. All right, so today, as you can see in the title, I am turning 40, (laughs) and I'm turning 40 in April, so um, very, very soon. I think I have maybe a month, (laughs) so I am really excited about it, though. I thought I would have more anxiety. I thought I'd be a little sad. I thought I would feel I'm getting old. You know, and I have those waves of moments where I kind of do feel like that. But for the most part, like in my 30s, when I turned 30, I was super excited to get the hell out of my 20s because I was all over the damn place in my 20s and didn't know what the hell I was doing for the most part. And then by the time I got to 31, I was already such a calmer, more realistic person and you know, just living my life based on like what is and not what should be. And man, can I tell you the last decade, I've gotten even more so in that mindset. And, you know, and it's, it's all of you and my, my mindset clients and my yoga clients and my Muay Thai clients and my child and my friends and my, you know, people I look up to and mentors like have all kind of confirmed for me that I'm on the right track. And so transitioning now to another decade and kind of like I guess you would say kind of the midpoint of a human life which I mean we're all living longer now so that might not be accurate but 
it is so rewarding to feel like yourself you know we, we always say that like I've heard when I was younger I would hear like my aunt or or friends mom tell me you know wait till you get in your 40s you're gonna feel great you're gonna feel like yourself and I always thought what does that mean you'll feel like yourself I do feel like my you know but I get it now <laughs> and I guess the best way to explain that in my opinion um, is that you really know yourself better you know what makes you tick why you are the way you are why you maybe acted the way you did in your 20s your teens you know why you decided to go down this path instead of this path you know you just you understand your life more you know and yeah for me I mean maybe not all 40 year olds are like this but for me I'm so much more calmer and um compromising and understanding and loving on myself and yes obviously that that just projects out to other people in my life but I realize that it it is easier to project that out to other people and other situations in my life when I'm doing that to myself so you know and I don't I don't really want to go into like inner work and all like that kind of talk but you really just kind of do that without even realizing you're doing it because now you're at a you know, more mature age to understand what life is really about. It's it's not about boys all the time, and it's not about money all the time, and it's not about stress all the time, and it's, you know, it's, it's really, life is what you make it, and by the time, I feel like for me, by the time I got to 40, or well, not 40 yet, but by the time I get to 40, which is in a few weeks, um... I understand what the purpose is of this a little bit more than I did. Now, do I know everything? Hell no. And that's another thing I realized coming up to this age. I don't know everything and I'm okay with it. You know, like at 20, which was almost 20 years ago, I did think I knew everything or at least I thought I knew a big portion of life and what it was about. And then when people tell me I wouldn't, you're too young, like be a kid, blah, 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 be 20. I was like, what do you know? Blah, blah. You know, and it's just, you just realize that you're never going to know everything and it's impossible to know everything. And it's ridiculous to want to know everything because you should just be a student in life. Always, you know, nobody has got it together all the time and nobody is supposed to get it together all the time. And that is the realization when you get older, hopefully, that's the goal that you realize it's not about that that's not what life is about and so it's crazy after four decades almost of being on this planet and living this life as you know myself how many different kind of phases and changes and life experiences and people and just all these things that I've experienced while some weren't as great as others man I've had some I've had a fantastic life. I've had a fascinating life. I've had an interesting life. Even with the downs, you know, it's all been this wonderful um, journey, you know, and it's true. Life is a journey. It's not a destination. You're never, you know, I said this before in another episode where I heard uh, this YouTuber say one time, what are we doing? Like, we're not going to get a prize at the end of life for being the best human. Like, why do we try to 
achieve that when it's it's not ever going to happen you're not gonna get a gold star when you die for being the best human it's just you know it's unrealistic way of thinking for sure and I didn't really wrap my head around that until I my brain was old enough to understand that you know and definitely being a mom too like it it does grow you up a little quicker um and I had my son when I was 25 so you know he's 14 now and man has he taught me so much about myself that I would have never known you know so and I do want to get into that a little bit about how you know how I am being a mom as I'm turning 40 but first I, I want to kind of I want to kind of talk about uh, something that I've been saying recently um, to friends and um, some clients of mine that you know I've been alive for four decades now which is crazy and it sounds like a very long time when you say decades but I know that I wasn't always living you know I was just existing a lot of those times or a lot of those years or, or you know days in the four decades and I you know I've had a lot of tarot clients I've had a lot of mindset clients ask me you know what's my purpose what's my life purpose can you tell me what my life purpose is can you connect spirit and divine and tell me what I'm supposed to be doing with myself and while I had that same question for many 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 years which is one of the reasons why I picked up tarot because I wanted guidance and answers and what tarot has taught me and what spirit has taught me and um, people in my life have taught me is that your life purpose as a human being because that's who you are you're a human being you know unless I have dogs listening to me which is great Woof, you know I love you guys that was really silly. <laughs> anyway you know as a human being your life purpose is to live and that's it that's as simple as that is and yes some people are meant to be nurses some people are meant to be doctors some people are meant to be just moms and that's all they they do they don't have other work outside of that and that is what they're meant to do or they're meant to be artists or whatever you know um but encapsulating it as a whole that we want to do like we want one answer right because we just want that answer so we can get on with our life and really it's not it's it's not like that really your purpose in this life is to live and every experience and decision that you make throughout your life however long you you get to live that's a part of your purpose of living you know because you know I'm sure the murderers out there did not want to be a murderer I mean maybe they did I don't know that's that's a whole nother topic about soul contracts and all that and if you believe in that but like you know that we can't look at that as that was their purpose to be a murderer you know like their purpose was to live and unfortunately the decisions that they made in their life were negative and evil you know but when we simplify it a little bit like that and we say to ourselves my purpose is to wake up every day and try and to be grateful that I'm breathing and to be grateful that I get to see my children grow up and I get to spend time with my family you know we don't we take that for granted we don't see that as something very important um, because we're our, our 
our definition of success is based on what other people are doing in the world usually you know so we start to compare ourselves to entrepreneurs and you know hotshot lawyers and actors and then we think what the hell am i doing working nine to five making forty thousand a year you know if you're happy though what does it matter what the other person is making or doing you know it all it all boils down to are you living doesn't matter how much money you make or where you live or how many things you have or how many friends you have if you're not living none of that shit matters none of those zeros matter in your bank account if you're not living you know and so i kind of came to terms with the fact that in four decades i didn't live those four decades i existed for probably a big chunk of them probably my whole 20s because i became a mom in my 20s so it was like mama turn on and you know i wasn't in the greatest relationship with my son's father so it was like i spent all the time in the world with my son and kind of smothered him and um i was looking to him kind of like a savior and but then it was also it was like a savior but then it was also like oh my god i love this little human being so much that he's my whole world and i made him my whole world and as my son got older i started to realize he is gonna freak the hell out as soon as i take any time for myself so i need to stop this before i you know i create some bad habits and patterns with him and myself you know and um i had a lot of i had a lot of negative feedback when my son was a baby because i a lot of times you know oh you're babying him you're being overprotective da 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 and while some of that was accurate i also felt like i could be i could have been worse you know i could have not spent any time with him so but there's there's always a healthy balance and really your purpose in life is to live but your purpose in life is to live in a balanced way knowing that anything too much or too little is gonna throw you off you know and so it's easier for me now turning 40 than it was when i was turning 20 you know to understand that and believe it you know because when i was 20 i would tell myself these things but i really wouldn't believe it and so i kind of just faked it till i made it and i'm realizing now for me and remember this is my podcast is my opinion for me fake it till you make it is not the greatest way to go about things uh because well i mean for me just the word fake is a trigger um my biggest one of my biggest pet peeves is fakeness is fake people is fake character you know i just i have a really hard time being around people who i know are not being true to themselves and a part of that is because i know there was a big chunk of my life where i wasn't being true to myself and how ugly it turned for me you know and how i didn't respect myself which meant hello i'm projecting that out to others so just the level of you know being true being authentic to who i am and what i want you know and people say like if they're being a crappy friend or a crappy partner they'll be like well that's just how i am i'm i'm just an angry person or i'm just an independent person and i don't need anybody and blah 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 you know so it's like when you really step back and i feel like for me the only way that i could do this was really step back and look at it and be 
100% transparent with myself and check myself and say, you know what? You can't fake it till you make it. You, you don't like being fake. You don't even like that word. So why not just make it? Why not just figure out why I want to do this? Why I want to be there? And then the how will come to me, you know? And it's like, even with starting this podcast, I, I didn't have the, like everything figured out, but I didn't, I don't work that way either. So I didn't care. I just wanted to do it. So I did it. I figured out a way. Well, I figured out why I wanted to do it. And then I, the how just was like, boom, it was there, you know? So I've, you know, I noticed now that I've been here for four decades that I, you know, there was a big chunk of time where I didn't really live my life, but am I going to go back and like redo it? No, I can't do that. Maybe sometime in the future they'll make time machines and I can, but what I really know, because what I went through during these four decades is why I am the person I am right now. And I, I love the way I am now, um, way more than I, I thought that I would back in my twenties, you know, when I was 20, I, I might have projected that I loved myself fully and took care of myself, but I definitely did not. You know, I definitely existed a lot of the time. And some of that is because I was going out partying and so I would get two hours of sleep and, <laughs> you know, and stay up all night and drink and whatever and and do drugs and, and be crazy and whatever. But it all kind of shaped me and molded me into not even just the person I am, but the mom that I am now, you know, and I always like thought back to like, man, I wish I would have had a better relationship with my son's father, but it is what it is. You know, we were not compatible and we just tried to make it work because we had a child. And, you know, once I realized this isn't working, this is broken and it can't be fixed. And what's best for our son is to not be together, you know, and you make all these conscious choices in your mind, but there were a lot of days where you just kind of wake up and you just do what you got to do and then you go to bed. And those are times where I knew I was just existing, you know, but I didn't, I didn't stop it. I just perpetually kept going down, you know, over and over and over again, the same day or the same stuff, different day, you know? So, you know, when I was a kid, I was an only child and, um, I've, I've had, I've spoke about my parents before on here, but my mom wasn't around and it wasn't her fault. Um, she has a mental illness. So that kind of kept her from being in my life, you know, like, I guess, I guess a normal mom would be, but I had my dad and, you know, I was kind of left to my own devices a lot because my dad worked a lot and I had to kind of really kind of grow up on my own, sort of. I mean, he was there, obviously, but I had to really figure things out more so than having my parents figure that out for me and kind of show me, um, which it has its good points and its bad points. Um, But I always had... Like, I was very inquisitive when I was a kid, so I always wanted to know why things were the way they were, you know, and I, one thing that I, I absolutely love about my dad's way of parenting is he always let me be a kid, you know, and I, I definitely took that on with my son too, is why would I make this little human grow up faster than they need to, you know, the, your child, your childhood is, is very pivotal moment for you and kind of shapes you and how you're going to become an adult and 
not to say that I wasn't, I was alone all the time or anything, but like, or I didn't have any structure or discipline, but like my dad letting me not worry about things that maybe he was going through and just letting me kind of play and enjoy things and, and letting me do things and understand things on my own. It really kind of shaped me into the mom and, and adult that I am now. So, um, one thing also too, I, I realized is I don't regret anything, um, anymore. I used to regret everything I did, like right after I would do it, I would, <laughs> I would regret it right away. And I don't anymore. Um, one reason is because it, it did shape me and mold me into who I am now, but also there's no point in regret because you can't change it it's already happened and now you're living in the past and you guys know i'm gonna preach 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 about living in the present so there's just no point in regret there's no point in regret and when i really saw that for what that was i thought well what's the point of me trying to fix something that already happened and I can't change you know I'm just I'm now I'm just sitting here worrying about it giving myself a headache let me get a sip of my coffee folks so yeah you know and then the teenage years come in and that was I guess the year the the decade of regret you know from 13 to 19 of just you know, <laughs> being a teenager, <laughs> you know, hanging out with the wrong crowds and, you know, having sex and dating boys and getting my heart broken and try, girls trying to fight you and having an attitude and just, oh, Lord. Um, and now I see, you know, back then when I was a teenager, I would hear all these grown ups say, oh, man, I would never want to be a teenager again. Wow, I totally get why they said that. <laughs> Because it's hard. Being a teenager is very hard. Um, Although we don't see it like that when we are a teenager because we've got so much energy and all we want to do is party and have fun and and date. But, man, you know, it's how different my mindset is from 20 years ago. You know, like, just crazy to think of how much I've changed and grown. Um... So yeah, and then, you know, I, I, I get in my 20s, I have a kid, I, I start to mature a lot more, and, you know, your, your frontal cortex of your brain isn't even fully developed until you're 25, so it's like, you, you technically don't even know what's right from wrong until you're mid-20s, so, and then you're learning after that, really, is that right or wrong? I'm still going to do it if it's wrong, you know, like, you're still kind of figuring shit out. So it's like I told my my niece and her boyfriend, like, you guys are 20. Don't try to have it all figured out right now because you're just going to stress yourself the hell out. Be 20. You know, whatever that means to you, be 20. Don't try to be 20 or don't be 20 trying to be 40, you know, because that's not how it works. You're in a 20-year-old body and a 20-year-old mind. Like, live with that. Be present in that age. And don't think you have to get it all together right now because you don't and your mind's going to change so much you know and I've actually had my niece on the podcast so um you know go back through my episodes and it's called I think I called it interview with a teenager because she was 19 but she was turning 20 
So, um, I need to do another, um, I want to do another episode with her before she turns 21, um, to see where that whole transition was and how her first year of not being a teenager was, you know? So yeah. And then my thirties was all about trying to figure out how to be myself, who I am, like figure out who I am and be an adult like because now I really feel like I'm being an adult and I you know I really started training martial arts in my 30s and um, strengthening my yoga practice and I spent a lot of time doing things for myself in my 30s um, while trying to balance being a mom and, and having a career and doing all these things and having a life um, I still, but I, but I really focused on me, um, for the most part. And, you know, I had, I had met kind of, I had like a really big, uh, love relationship that was great and, you know, didn't work out, but it was, it was just something very pivotal in that area of my life that I experienced in my thirties. And, um, actually two, I had two, uh, very, important special relationships and love relationships and taught me a lot about myself um, that now I'm so grateful for that I experienced because I I got to see what I bring to the table actually three love relationships now that I'm thinking about decades a long time so (laughs) I've had three okay so it's like yeah you know and then when you get into your 40s you start to forget everything (laughs) because it's like what's important only stays in there you know um so a lot of I had a lot of transitions a lot of changes I moved a lot I lived on a boat for like four years four and a half years and I just lived I just lived my 30s was the biggest moment in my life where I just lived and didn't as much as I possibly could every single day get stuck in that existing which is what I did in my 20s you know and my teenage years I think well no I don't know I say that but I think I just lived in my 20s but I I I made some poor choices and mistakes (laughs) you know it wasn't anyway which of course I made mistakes and stuff in my 30s too I'm not saying I didn't but it's just so different the mindset that you have when you get older you know it's just it's crazy to me that I even saying that I'm turning 40 is crazy to me because I don't feel 40 and I don't even know what that even means to feel 40 but like you know when I was younger I thought 40 was old I really and I think all of us can agree to that when we're younger we think 40 is old and I absolutely don't think 40 is old now but is it because I'm turning 40 and I don't feel old? I don't know. I mean, we come, we're coming in different ages. Like, you know, when my parents were 40, life wasn't like this. You know, we didn't have all this technology and people really didn't look as young as they do now. Like I met this seven year old woman the other day and I, I swore to myself, I thought she was only like 10 years older than me. And no, she was you know she was 30 years older than me or about to be 30 years older than me and I was like wow I mean she just looked great and I you know I asked her I was like do you have like any advice like skincare or anything she just is she just lives you know she just doesn't let life knock her down and I was like wow because I'm already feeling that way at my age now 
So I'm on the right track. You know, I kept, I keep getting confirmation. Like I said earlier in this podcast that I'm, I'm finally understanding that that's important and that believing it, really believing it, not just saying it and telling other people to do it and then me not doing it, you know? So, you know, this is like a, it's a very, it feels very pivotal. Um, This birthday feels very pivotal for me um, to take all that I've learned in the last, you know, 40 years, which is even crazy to just say 40 years. That's a a long time to be alive. Um, And then in hindsight, it's not, you know, so it's like, it's so crazy, but I have to be on both sides of it. You know, I have to be in this place where I'm like, wow, I've, I have a lot of knowledge. I've been here 40 years, but then I also have to say, I don't know shit. <laughs> like, you know, I know things, but I don't know what I expected myself to know at 40. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm still learning every day. And, you know, I started doing yoga when I was 18 and something I realized, you know, very early on in my practice is that, you know, it's, it's really better to be you than to be anyone else. And I learned that early on. Yes, but I didn't believe it. So even though I would say that to myself and I would hear my yoga teacher saying that I would say, yeah, you know, you're right. Da da da. But then I swear to you, I'd leave that studio. And like an hour later, I would be presenting behaviors that didn't, that did, you know, that didn't show that I believed that. So it's so much easier for me now to, to believe those things, you know, and I've, I've had, um, I've had some people reach out to me lately and share some concerns of my love life. (laughs) And I love you guys, you know who you are, but I've told them, do not be concerned that I'm single. I am loving being single. And it's not as if I don't have a love life. I definitely have a love life. And I have a very good love life. I just don't feel the need for me, because I'm turning 40, that I should have a ring on my finger and a white picket fence. That's not what I want right now. And I may never want that. So it's, it's, it's a choice for me. It's not because I can't get that. You know, if I want a husband, I can go out and get a husband. I have no problems getting a dude. It's just, it's not something for me right now. It's just not something that I find important. You know, I find family important. I find values important. Uh, but for me, it's not a priority for me to have a husband um, and a mortgage and, you know, all these things. I have a home. I have a house. I have a beautiful house. It's my house. I have it with my son and I have family in this home and I sh- I've had memories in this home. And for me, this is, this is enough. And I have love life in this home, you know, like I am not lacking You know, and that's another thing I've learned in these four decades that I've been alive is I can, I only have lack if I think I have lack in any area. So I just want to, I, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I want, you know, those people who approach me and are concerned and anyone else who may be concerned that they're turning 40, turning 30, whatever age they are, and maybe they are single or they're just 
you know, have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, they're not married. And, and if people are pressuring you to do that, and that's not what you want deep down, don't let them make you feel bad about it. You know, if you're happy, that's all that fucking matters. That's all that matters. If you're happy, that's all that matters. There's nothing in this world that says you have to be married by the time you're 40 to be happy when you're 40. No, I'm a very happy person. I have a lot of things in my life to be grateful for. Um, everything in my shit, just breathing, being able to do this podcast is something to be grateful for. So I don't, while I understand their concern for me, I don't agree with it. And that's okay. I don't have to. And I am loved. I am loved. And I, it's funny because I had uh, one of my friend's mom say to me, you know, I'm worried about you. You're 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 this age and you know you don't have a man loving you and I'm like first of all (laughs) I have quite a few men loving me I just don't want to be with them (laughs) you know like don't don't get it twisted there are I have options (laughs) I just they're not the options I want you know and for me it's like I I'm not one of those I've never been one of those girls who like to date multiple people at one time. I'm I'm a one man type of woman, you know, like I, I wanna focus on one dude at a time and I've always been that way. And I am doing that now. It's just I don't want to be married. You know what I mean? I'm just that is just not where I'm at right now. And I have a different opinion about marriage. Um, I don't think it's it's it, absolutely necessary for everyone um i don't think it's something you have to do in order to prove that you love your person you know so but that's my opinion um and it's not because i i think marriage is is stupid or anything no it's just not an important thing to me to say i have a husband or have a piece of paper that says i have a husband or have a ring that says i have a husband you know what i mean like that's just not that's not my biggest priority. I just want to love and I want to be loved. And whatever we call each other, it doesn't matter as long as we're happy. And something I've kind of noticed about, you know, marriage, not all marriages, but a lot of marriages I've seen, once it's like, once you get married, all of that, you know, passion and shit, sometimes it goes out the window and you forget to be that couple you were, you know, cause now you're married and you have responsibilities and you know, you just, you stop wanting each other. And that is when the relationship is over is when you stop wanting each other, you have nothing else because you don't want to talk. You don't want to have trust. You don't want to compromise because you don't want that person anymore. And that's the beginning of the end, you know? And so for me, I think a lot of times marriage is something that's forced because society tells us we have to be married. And You know, I do not feel bad at all in my life that I'm 40 and I'm not married. There is nothing in my heart that tells me that's wrong at all. And if other people think that's wrong or they feel sorry for me or whatever, that's on y'all. Because I don't feel that way. (laughs) You know, and this is is authentically me. I told you guys, I'm always going to be real on this thing. I am never going to show you a side of myself that isn't true. And if you don't believe that, you can ask people in my life if I'm any different. And they will tell you no. So, you know, um, I just wanted to touch on that because I... I don't want anyone out there listening to this who's in my same position thinking, oh my God, I, I should be married and why am I not married? And that is, if you're happy, it doesn't fucking matter. 
I just want you guys to know that if life is beautiful for you just the way it is without a husband or a wife, then keep doing you. Okay. It is not, we're not living in the fifties. We are in the present moment of 2022 right now. And right now, if you are happy in this moment, then you are doing great and you keep going, you know? So, you know, I also had someone ask me, um, you know, how and what kind of, like, how do I feel about turning 40, which I kind of already touched on, but what have I learned? I kind of already touched on too, but like where I am as a mom at 40 and having a 14 year old son, um, I, I mean, he is my best friend. He was my best friend the day that I found out I was pregnant and my dad said something to me and I was actually telling my girlfriend this last night. For some reason, my dad has been popping up a lot lately. Um, I don't know if maybe he's trying to send me a message or something, but when my son was born, he was in the room and he said, and I, pro- I think I said this on my episode about my dad, but he said, you know, he got emotional and he said, you know, you have a, you have a forever best friend just like I did. And it's beautiful to me that he had a daughter and I have a son and we're, so similar my you know the relationship it's a little different because my dad wasn't as affectionate as I am you know I'm I'm way more affectionate with my son than he was with me but that's because you know he was a military marine you know Virgo dude like I mean (laughs) just giving hugs all the time just wasn't something he was programmed with and you know I'm a woman and I'm emotional and I just love my son so much that I want him to know that every day and he does my kid never goes one day without knowing he's loved for me and you know now it's to the point where I get eye rolls sometimes because I want to hug and I want to kiss him on his forehead and he's like oh my god mom you know but whatever I just I just roll with it because I don't care I love you and I'm gonna keep showing you you know and I, uh, I did used to, to maybe not, maybe not baby him, but I was kind of hovering mom a little bit when he was young, like real young. And I used to tell his dad, you know, I just leave me alone. As, as he gets older, I will back off. And I, I kept that promise, you know, and I did that. And, you know, sometimes I do kind of, you know, I hold, I, I kind of like, Ooh, I hesitate when he asks me to do things or wants to, you know, but I got to let him be a kid and I got to let him be his age and I've got to not fucking worry so much. And yes, it is hard as shit, but I do it because I want my kid to be his own person and make mistakes and make, you know, so that he can learn from them and make better decisions. And the only way I'm going to do that is if I let him do it on his own, you know, so while he's not ready to move out of the house yet and I would never let that happen I still need to understand that he is 14 you know and it's I don't I didn't forget what it was like to be 14 although some things are kind of foggy because of you know drugs and alcohol (laughs) and age I do remember what it was like being 14 and I just I kind of check myself that's that's really where I've gotten to in 40 years is I know that I need to check myself now and I check myself and I'm like, you know what? He's 14. And sometimes he'll check me. He'll go, mom, you know, I'm 14. Like you don't, have, you know, <laughs> like he'll even check me. And so like, it's, it's, it's beautiful. The relation I, the relationship I have with my son is 
is so close and we've always been close we you know in 14 years we haven't spent much time apart and um you know obviously there's been times where I go and do things or I have to work or things like that but for the most part we've been we've been best friends and and buddies and been around each other his whole life and you know I I don't I feel kind of empty or you know like I don't feel whole when I have my kid around me you know so but I also know there's a balance and if I'm not taking care of myself I'm not going to be I'm going to be useless to him you know so I I really I figured that out in my 30s though where I have got to take time for myself honestly I figured that out right after I had him because there was times where I was getting really stressed out having a baby and it's screaming and nah, 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 and I'm like oh my god but I knew I had to remove myself because if I didn't it would get really bad and I would cry and then the baby's having a bad experience so you know I just learned that more and more and more as he's gotten older as I've gotten older but still the same you know it still remains the same that he is he is my best friend he's the person that no matter what's going on in my life he makes me smile you know and so being a mom at 40 is really no different than being his mom at 25 other than the fact that he's not a baby anymore you know i mean he'll always be my baby but he isn't a baby anymore he is a young adult and he is um going through all kinds of different phases now you know and while it freaks me out (laughs) I have to let him do it you know because you can't protect them from everything and um, something I do want to touch on really quick and and this is just my opinion again guys I don't know why I I feel like I need to keep saying that but something I've been hearing lately about uh, a younger generation of parents is I, I think it's called gentle parenting I think that's what it's called. I might be wrong. But basically, it is, you know, no, I don't, so this is just my opinion. I I, I don't know. I'm probably going to get backlash for this. But it's like very easygoing, calm all the time with the baby. And I don't know. After being a mom for 14 years, almost 15, because he's going to be 15 in October. I don't know. I just, it really worries me when I hear about this gentle parenting because it's, I I don't know. For me, I kind of feel like you're setting your child up for failure because you're now putting them in this bubble where other people are now going to, you're going to have to train other people on how to talk to your kid. And I, or, or even interact with your kid, and it, that scares me. That really scares me because I, I was, you know, when I heard about this, I was thinking back. I was like, what if I would have done that the whole time? You know, part-time gentle, fair, gentle parenting. I get it, but I mean, I'm hearing some crazy stuff going on with um, just another generation of parents. I will say, and I'm like, oh my. I just, it just freaks me out because uh, <laughs> I don't know how well that's going to work out when they get older. I just, I don't. And I, you know, when I was a mom, I seen, there was other moms that I had, well, was friends with where I guess they kind of did similar things to that, but the kids really had no discipline and they just walked all over their parents. 
and you know that you know I remember my friend would come to me crying and they're like I just don't get it like she won't stop screaming at me she will and I thought about it I was like because you put no boundaries down with them you know and I can't I'm not going to sit here and say you're a bad mom look that is up to you how you want to parent your kid I'm just saying my opinion and my concerns for that type that way of parenting because it doesn't seem like a balance to me. It seems very one side of the spectrum. And I don't know, it just bothers me. And then a lot of us have been cooped up in the damn house for so long because of this pandemic. And, you know, we, we eventually do need to go out in the world and, and coexist with other people <laughs> or co-live, not coexist, co-live. And it worries me that these children may not have the tools um, because they're not being shown this at home. And, you know, I, you don't have to agree with me. If you're one of those moms and you do that and you're like, oh my God, I'm not listening to her anymore. That's up to you. This is my opinion. It's my platform. And it, it's something that I'm not, I'm not trying to say, don't do that or you're wrong. I'm just showing concern because of being a mom for as long as I've been a mom and all the kind of trial and error that I went through because I tried the gentle approach for a lot of things. And then sometimes there isn't a gentle approach. You have to show them that that is wrong. And it doesn't mean you have to beat them. It doesn't mean you have to yell at them. That is not what I'm saying. That is an old school way of, of parenting too that's abusive. I am not saying that's what you should do. But that's two sides of the spectrum. You know, you shouldn't yell at your kids and spank them all the time. And you shouldn't not discipline them either. There has to be a balance. You cannot let your kid grow up thinking they can run all over adults or other kids. You know, I heard this story of biting is very, uh, it's a common thing amongst toddlers, you know. Um, so I heard this thing about biting where, you know, parents are allowing it. And I'm like, what do you mean you're allowing it? <laughs> what does that mean? Because my son bit the crap out of me. And he kept doing it. And so in my way of parenting, I was very gentle with him. And I, you know, I bit his little hand a little bit. And I showed him that hurts mommy. You don't do that. You know, you, you, know, you can't bite mommy. Because then he's going to go out and he's going to bite some other kid. And, you know, it's just going to be a whole pattern and cycle of shit that I don't want him to experience. And, you know, he never bit me again. And I didn't bite him hard. I mean, it was barely. I just wanted him to show that teeth hurt. And that you shouldn't do that. That is not okay, you know. And I don't know what's going on in this world, but I'm hearing some crazy stories. And for me, I'm just like, oh my God, what is going on? So now that I'm 40, and I've kind of learned from trial and error, I'm like, whoa, this frightens me. This new wave of things. And I'm not going to go into detail of what I've been hearing because I don't, I don't, I don't want to use this platform to like belittle or doubt or, you know, talk crap about other moms. I'm, that's not at all what I'm saying. I just, it just literally genuinely concerns me. Some of it, not all of it. Some of it I agree with because there is a healthy balance. There has to be a healthy balance, but I don't know. I just, I just wanted to bring that up because it's been something that's been very heavily on my mind. And you know, this, this me turning 40 is really opening my eyes to a world of balance that I know that is the key to life and living is you have to be balanced 
and you can't ever be on one side of the spectrum you have to be in the middle and you have to be present always um so i'm sorry i brought that in there but it's like i just wanted to bring it up because it's it's very concerning to me um some of the things i've been hearing and some of it's not been concerning some of it's been like crap i wish i would have fucking done that when my kid was like <laughs> you know or wow i did that too you know not all of it is bad i'm not saying all of it is bad but some of it really scares me so that's my two cents and i digress um and before this podcast becomes super long i'm gonna close this out but yeah to wrap it up, I'm turning 40 and I couldn't be fucking happier, guys. I am so ready for this new chapter in my life and hit the ground running and just be grateful that I get to live 40 years and hopefully longer, you know? And with that being said, I hope you guys find great gratitude and peace in your own life. Stay present always. And until next time, ciao.